month, we continued our 16 laws of success, and we divided the month between um, going the extra mile, doing more than paid for, and developing a pleasing personality. Now, doing more than paid for is never saying that's not my job. Uh, saying that's not my job oozes arrogance and laziness. Um, when you chip in to help with what needs to be done, even if it's not your responsibility, this is, and, and do it authentically. Do what needs to be done. Help someone find a solution. That's it. Because you never know when someone's watching. But the other point that Napoleon Hill brings about with doing more than paid for is that you do it without the expectation of being paid for it. And that the resolve is that you will get twofold in return. It may not be immediate. It may be years, months. You never know. But the person that you're becoming while doing this is going to change. You're going to transform. And, and you're impacting other people. Now, with that, um, I asked the question, do you add when you're doing more than pay for, are you adding or taking away from the experience of your customers and colleagues? And I had one patron who responded that what question came to her mind is that, am I doing so much that I'm taking away from the, the clients or customers or colleagues to do for themselves? It was a great question. Because if we're enabling people to be lazy, then they themselves won't go above and beyond and try to do things. So keep that in mind uh, when you're thinking authentically on, on how to go above and beyond. So that led us to talking about being, having, developing a pleasing personality, which I find interesting that Napoleon says it's really the ability to influence people without irritating them and is one of the most profitable traits you can possess. So what's the difference between a pleasing personality and a people pleaser? A people pleaser, they pretend to agree with everyone. They feel responsible for how others feel. They apologize often. They can't say no. Uh, they're uncomfortable when someone's angry with them or avoid conflict. They need praise to feel good about themselves. And they tend to act like the people around them. Um, they don't admit when their feelings are hurt, so they don't express themselves, which they kind of stuff it down, which we all know that's never good. But when we're talking about a pleasing personality, especially in customer service or with our clients, where's the gray area? Because sometimes you do have to assimilate and act like the people that you're around. Sometimes you do have to, um... Uh, say yes to something that maybe you really didn't want to. So how do you walk the fine line between not being a people pleaser and being authentic to yourself and still developing um, a pleasing personality? I'll talk about what a pleasing personality is in just a second. But what this led to uh, was asking the question is, can you train people to have a pleasing personality? And some people said yes, some people said no. And if you can, how would you do it? So really the result was that um, training people, and here's the pleasing personality, to have a positive mental attitude, 
be flexible, be sincerity in their purpose, be prompt and, po- and, and confident in their decisions, have a pleasing tone of voice. I mean, I know that sounds like just an automatic thing for many of you, but not for everyone. To be tactful, to have common courtesy, and to be super self-aware about their body language, facial expressions, um, habits of movement, um, and that really kind of boiled down to emotional intelligence, um, which had been coined the most crucial soft skill of 2020 for the future uh, workers of America. Uh, So what is emotional intelligence? Well, it's a few things, self-awareness, self-regulation and management. Once you're self-aware of what's going on, then you have the ability to control it. Um, And Hill even tells us last month was self-control. If you can't control your own thoughts and behavior, you can't control anything else, which leads to the social awareness, the awareness of other people and your social, developing those social skills. Um, So self-awareness is uh, understanding what your strengths are, even understanding what your weaknesses are, but not, uh, you know, not focusing on those. Um, understanding your feelings and what, how you feel and what you feel about things. Managing those things is really just that, being goal-oriented, having resiliency, and being adaptable and flexible. Social awareness is uh, empathy, ability to form connections with others. It doesn't mean you have to take on what others feel. You just are an active listener. You can understand where they're coming from, but you don't necessarily have to agree. But you're open and listening. Uh, social skills, uh, you're a good mentor. Your conflict management skills are right on. Ability to work collaboratively. Um, But in all of this, you know, the real characteristics of a people pleaser, and I'm going to leave you with this, are your flexibility, being sincere and decisive, courtesy, tactfulness, radiating happiness, authentic happiness, by the way, smiling, even smiling on the phone makes a difference. Positive facial expression, tolerance, faith, and honesty, and just a genuine interest in others. So think about this and how you think that these qualities can help you succeed.